This week, we've got a bracket challenge for the best video game of all time, as well as a recap for the Nintendo Direct. This is the Good Game, Bad Game podcast. This is a song I wrote about the Good Game, Bad Game podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Good Game, Bad Game podcast. I'm your host, Spencer, and with me is a man whose lifelong dream was to play Mario and said, quote, oh, my God, haven't we gotten enough of this guy at this point? I'm so tired of turning and seeing him on every corner. He was already in one of the best television shows ever, is in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, has made two movies about everyone's favorite childhood toy to play with, least favorite to step on. But sure, let's have him be the most recognizable video game character ever. Charlie Day is pretty funny, though. And quote, it's my co-host, Mike. Mike, how you doing? Whew, man, I've been lost before. <laughs> I thought I thought I had you at Lego. Like, I thought I understood. And then Charlie Day, no. I... That was a good one. That's, uh, that's the one you thought you weren't going to be able to get through. I... I reminded myself what it was. I had a stupid smirk on my face the entire time, though, if you couldn't hear it. Can you, I could, can you text that to me when we're done recording so I can read it and process it? Because that was a lot. I'm sure it's hilarious. <laughs> Do you get it? Do you understand what I'm referencing? I have no fucking clue, dude. Inner, okay. So during the Nintendo Direct, they announced the Super Mario movie that they were making. Yes. And Chris Pratt was announced as the, the he's going to be Mario. He was. Yes. And Charlie Day is going to be Luigi. And and, and yes. the joke is that come, Chris Pratt, come on, he's had enough. All right. He's had his time Has to he? shine. Sure. He's been in a lot already. Like, come on, give it to the lesser known Mike from the Good Game, Bad Game podcast. Uh... So that's the joke. The joke is so I should I should be Mario. The joke is that it was your dream because that was the other thing. Chris Pratt was like, oh, it's kind of a dream come true. And I'm like, well, the joke is this was your dream and you're upset in the fake quote that I made <laughs> that you didn't say to me. <laughs> uh, you know, you're saying like, come on, Chris Pratt's had enough. He was in the Lego movie twice. He was uh, he's, I like movie, so. he's in the Marvel Cinematic Universe like mm. five times. You know, he's in the best television show, Parks and Rec, one of the best television shows. Gotcha. Don't love having to explain a joke, but, you know, when duty calls, I'll do it. <laughs> How was your week? Tell me about your week with gaming. I play a lot of Nintendo. That's about all I remember. Um, we played... Uh, Donkey Kong Country, shit, what's it called? Island Freeze or something Trop like that. Tropical Freeze. Tropical Freeze. Um, Justine was telling me that you said it somebody. I don't know if it was on the podcast because apparently she listens closer than I do, which is not a surprise. Um, <laughs> that you said that was very hard. <laughs> yes, that's what I've heard. Oh, so you haven't played it. I have not, no. Okay, so keep your fucking opinions to yourself. All right, I'll shut. I'll shut my fucking mouth. There it is. <laughs> um, <headphone> disclaimer. <laughs> Sorry, everyone's boss. 
Um, we did play that. It's it's difficult. Um, for me, it's less difficult than all of the like Super Nintendo games we've been playing because like they're still pretty choppy mm-hmm. in some instances. I get and that. like I can deal with a challenge. I can't deal with playing a game and you know I'm halfway through a jump and I have to land on a one by one block and it just stutters mm-hmm. and I fall to my death and of course blame the graphics and not myself. <laughs> um, but I mean, so far it's not bad. We've we've done um, world one. And I think we started world two. Um. And there was maybe one or two levels that held us up for a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I think we got through the first world in maybe an hour or two. We also drank a bottle of champagne while doing it. So Nice. It's the way to no do it. No other way of playing yeah. Nintendo when you're on vacation. Um, we also tried Super Mario Maker 2. Nice. Um, and didn't really know what the hell was going on. So <laughs> nice. We ended up playing multiplayer on um, uh, some of like the community made levels, mm-hmm. and most of them were dog shit. Uh, we downvoted just about everyone we played. <laughs> um, we played the first one we played was actually like a, a level, like it's something we could see like actually being in a Mario game, and mm-hmm. like, we liked that. And then like the rest of them were like you walk through a door. And the door drops you at the top of the flagpole. And we're like, what the fuck is this? Nice. And that was like, that was probably 80% of the ones we played. What the fuck? We just went like, we just went from like most popular. We were on like the most popular list and just went by each one. There was other ones that like, it drops you and then just like throws you across the map and you don't have to do anything, which is like impressive from an engineering standpoint, but also like, it's no fun. Yeah, that is, that's annoying. The best ones in that game are like the like you have to per- like you have to perfectly run it's like perfectly everything's perfectly timed right right so it's all on you to just like nail the jumps essentially and those are a lot of fun in my opinion but when yeah when they're just like literally jump into this pipe and then oh you picked the wrong direction try the- try the other direction and you mm-hmm. beat it like those do suck right yeah so that was um okay i guess <laughs> uh we i don't i don't know that we'll ever play that game again i might do like the single player i don't mm-hmm. really know what it's about i know very little about those games um but yeah we'll see um other than that i guess we played a little bit of mario kart um oh i did some of the dlc and watched all okay forgot about um they're like assassin's creed the ones that just came out were like assassin's creed themed mm-hmm. um and that was pretty cool um at one point there's a certain degree of like the free running that you have to do in assassin's creed game mm-hmm. and it reminds me why i recently started hating assassin's creed games <laughs> i don't know if i'm trying to think of like how the system is like set up now because like so like what was it like in terms of like the free running was it like the one in like did you play syndicate um oh was that the industrial revolution one yeah 
I started playing it and like you have the option to like run up or run down. Yeah, and you have to like press the button you want like X. Yeah. Like if you like are running and you like press X you go up, but if you press R2 you go down or something like that. I forget. Something. Yeah, I I did start playing that game. Was it like that system or was it No, it's still like the um it's exactly the same as Watch Dogs Legion. Like you, you run with the right trigger and uh-huh. jump with whatever. Um, but they had you like almost kind of platforming. I gotcha. And since you like don't have any control, like instead of jumping times, like your character would just like slide down like uh-huh. they were getting off the ledge. That's and annoying. Fall two stories. And... Yeah, it was annoying. Um. But it was fine. This, the the idea of it was cool. Um, the character you get, you get like an assassin, mm-hmm. and um, you know that was cool. Um, but yeah. Other than that, uh, I think that's about uh, that's about all I played. Nice. Still, that's solid. A couple of yeah. different games in there. Look at you. Oh, and of course, uh, and I'll talk about this later. I played some flight sim today to test out Dolby Vision. Yeah, let's just talk about it now. How was that? Uh, it made me cry. <laughs> <laughs> it it is it is an honest improvement. Like that game was pretty. Before part of me was like, when I, when it was loading up, I was like this game was so good looking to start. What am I really going to be able to, like see the difference in? But like the the difference in like the colors and um the way that light reflects and and the ray tracing like it's it's insane i took some screenshots i'll put them up they'll they'll be up we're recording tuesday night i'm gonna put them up tuesday night and they'll be up for um the podcast release um thursday um but yeah just ins insane yeah i saw that i saw the announcement that it was like a thing and um you you had you know messaged me about it and you're like i don't really notice the difference and i was like well i think there's only 10 games that are like eligible for it right now um and i think xbox has already said that um there's plans to like roll it out for uh like 100 games as of right now and then like it'll probably be a thing pretty much going forward um and you were like, well, I only tried it on Madden. So so then you uh, you said that, yeah, you said that you put it on um, <laughs> flight. You, tr- you tried Flight Sun and that's you noticed it. Um, and yeah, I thought it was really cool that they like they rolled this out. Um, basically, they were like, hey, we heard you like your games to look, you know, really pretty. So we decided to make them even prettier. Um, it's It's one of those ones where I'm assuming that like, Forza Horizon 5 is going to launch with Dolby Vision. Just, and uh, I wish I had... My, I w- yeah, I wish I had a nut button by me because nut. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Man, yeah, wow. I'm now getting jealous all over again because that game already... Ugh. Same with Flight Sim. Like, game already is pretty, and now I'm just thinking, like, holy crap, how is this going to look even better? Mm-hmm. 
that's nuts. But that's good. That's that. It sounds like a, a nice week. Nice, nice bunch of games. Um, I, uh, I have a recommendation for you for another game for you and Justine to play, um, that requires some cooperation. Um, oh, yeah. if you've, if you haven't thought of it, uh, overcooked. Oh, I think you mentioned that to us when I told you that her and I had just started playing, um, it takes two. Yeah, it's if I if I did, I'll, just to remind you again, uh, it's a lot of fun. And uh, Shelby and I played. Um, they recently bundled one and two together, and re-released it on PS Five. It's like over, okay. it's like overcooked all you can eat. I don't know if they released them bundled on the Switch, but I know both games are like available. And then I would assume the all you can eat is available on the series console so you could get it on there and have both games so yeah that would be probably the recommendation and it comes with like all the dlc and everything and all the levels are like a ton of fun it's just cooking obviously and uh we were we've already played through the first one but we were playing it again in the all you can eat version and we almost got through the entire first game in like give or take two hours because okay. we, we have like such a system down with each other that we sometimes don't even need to talk. Like we just know what the other one is going to go do. And it's just like minor call outs here and there. But it like thinking back to when she and I first played the first one and just like how uncoordinated we were together and just <laughs> like the like just dumb things that like dumb mistakes we'd make and stuff like that was just like it's just funny to think back. And now it's just like it just takes a minor call out of like we just need a tomato soup. And like I've got the third tomato, and like just shit like that. But like, whereas like mm-hmm. the first time we were playing it, we we're like, all right, the tomato soup's on fire. Let's just move on to the onion soup, and then it's just stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's a lot of fun though, and I I, I really would recommend. Um, but pr- be prepared for some slight bickering, I'd say. Do you do you think you need to play the first one, play the second one? And obviously, there's no story to it but i don't know i mean there is technically a story but no it's not that important it's not that uh, you could play the second one the only thing is that the second one introduces the ability to throw things um that isn't in the first one so like if you're like if you're gonna play through both like i would play through them in order but if you plan to only play one of them then like i would just play the second one probably because the ability to throw things is like nice and like fun um and like to go from the second one to then play the first one i think would be kind of difficult because of like not having the ability to throw like we kept wanting to throw things the entire time okay i i ask because overcooked 2 is on game pass i hate you <laughs> uh-huh. like obviously i'm not gonna pay for a game <laughs> right right well you are but yeah I would, I would, with that in mind, um, if it is on Switch, I would probably get it on that, just because Justine and I play so much Switch, and like mm-hmm. we, we bring it everywhere with us, um, like when we when we travel, whatever to you know, to, basically when we travel, it comes with us, right? Um, we, you know, went to Pittsburgh a couple weeks ago, and like we're just in a hotel room night and we still brought it still set it up and still played it yeah that's awesome so i feel like that'd probably be more 
um, useful for us, even though it is on Game Pass. Yeah. Definitely. Well, that's where we played the first one. And, like, the controls and everything like that, like, you can play it on just, like, the one Joy-Con. Okay, um, nice. Like, you don't need to have it, like, set up like an actual controller, if that makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's it's nice. It's fun. But, uh, yeah, so um, I'm just going to start talking about me now. Uh, so we played that. And then uh, <laughs> uh, I started uh, Kina. I've been pronouncing it Kenna, but I'm pr- like I'm pretty sure there's a couple of different times in the game. I'm pretty sure somebody pronounced it Kena, and so now I'm just all sorts of confused. But I think it's Kena, and um, that game is a lot of fun and gorgeous. Like holy shit! Um, and uh, it it has some like really challenging uh, battles and stuff like that. Like uh you you do have like a ranged weapon but a lot of it is melee and um like some of the battles against especially like bosses are just like so they give you that that like satisfaction i don't really know how else to describe it but where you have to like just like no like like hit hit okay now i need to dodge for a bit and wait for them to use that one attack and they used it okay now i can like use this as a chance to hit again and like do this stuff and Uh, like here's like a weak point and strategic as to like when you want to hit that and stuff like that and uh i mean frustrating as all hell when you like can't get it but when you finally do Mm -hmm. like i mean you know exactly what i'm talking about and i'm sure anybody listening understands what i'm saying but the the satisfaction you get when you beat something like that is just pretty uncomparable i would say to to anything else in video games um so there's a lot of that and just like the puzzles and stuff like that are a lot of fun. Um, sometimes, you know, the tra- like traversal and stuff like that. And like, honestly, the flow of the game almost reminds me a little bit of like an Uncharted where it's like, it's pretty perfectly balanced in the sense of like, we know you want to do some fighting. So you do some fighting and then it's melee. So like more enemies pop up and you take like three hits and they're dead. Right. But, um, Mm -hmm. so it's a little different from that sense. Uh, but like you do a little bit of melee and then it's nothing for a while while you've, while you do some puzzles and then it's like a big fight and then, uh, you know, story and cutscenes and stuff like that. It's, it's, it's really well done. Um, I, I would say I'm probably about 60% of the way through 66, two thirds of the way. Um, but I'm not hundred percent sure about that. I'll, I'll be playing it more tonight, so we'll see, but I'll, I should have it finished for next time and I can give my final opinion on it, but Excellent. yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. If you have a PS five, I would, I would recommend it. I, I would say it's, it's definitely worth, um, it's definitely like a worthy title to pick up and um, you have like the benefit of being able to. So that's, that's the old Spencer recommendation. Where do you think it lies among like best PS five only games you've played so far? So basically is it better than bug snacks or miles Morales or miles Morales? Um, Is there anything else that we're forgetting? I think it's just those two for me because like I haven't played Deathloop yet mm-hmm. um, or did you play Ratchet and Clank or Ratchet and Clank yeah I haven't played that yet uh, I I would say it's 
it's probably better than bug snacks um pretty i actually i would say that pretty easily like i love bug snacks mm-hmm. but yeah this is definitely better um and it's definitely more up my alley in terms of the type of game that it is uh i would say that it is not quite there in terms of um miles morales like i think it's a pretty definitive one two and three mm-hmm. uh i would guess that i would like it comparatively pretty close to ratchet and clank just from playing previous ratchet and clanks um but i don't know for sure how similar rift apart is so i can't say that for certainty but you know i would say it's probably pretty close there and um yeah i mean it's not really that short by any means i've already put like eight hours into it and so i'm thinking i probably have like another four to 10 probably because i'm terrible at judging games sometimes um so yeah and that was oh and i played a lot more of persona 5 and i'm absolutely like just in love with this game it is so much freaking fun uh and 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 naturally i played some mlb nice but yeah all in all uh, a good week a fun week um let's get into it so before we at the top i teased the uh teased the little bracket that we'll be discussing next but first i found this really interesting uh it was announced that by tom warren he announced this on uh twitter he said microsoft is dropping the price of xbox xbox game pass and xbox live gold in hong kong chile and israel in october price adjustments are based on local market conditions in each country and no signs will see them elsewhere um and i thought that was really interesting because i feel like sometimes most of the time i could be talking out of my ass but i feel like companies don't take into account things like this sometimes and and they just go with like a uh you know blanket price oftentimes uh you know solely based on you know america essentially and they just roll that same price everywhere and you know just how the way money works 60 dollars in one country is is not the same as 60 dollars in another country and so on and so forth i thought this was interesting that they were taking into account you know market conditions and and adjusting you know uh, appropriately yeah, you, you you pretty much nailed it with most companies are when they're developing products or services. Basically looking for what price can we set this at that will sell among our um, bigger countries that we're in, developed countries, that we could also propagate out to um, smaller economies, um, less established economies for the same price and pick up a people. Um, I, I, I saw this like, Oh yeah, that's nice. You know, kind of what you said, like um, companies do this with um, a service um, or anything like that. But the, I'll call it the mission statement that Microsoft has been pushing with a bunch of products, but specifically with Xbox is to be ubiquitous, um, both as far as devices, but also where you can play. And we've seen that with um, 
specifically Xbox cloud streaming, where um, you have more players in Africa now because while it's really, really hard for them to get consoles and TVs, um, you know, smartphones are, are there. I mean, smartphones are pretty much in, in any area you could think of. Most people like that is, or I should say for a lot of people, that is their computer thing. Uh, countries that is their computer that is their tv and the fact that they can now play xbox games kind of fits the mission that microsoft is going for mm-hmm. um so it is interesting just to see like they're just pushing the mission um and the fact that they felt that they had the room to lower prices to get more players um i i guess players at a lesser price is better than no players at all right yeah, and like you said, that's basically been their mission here of late. So it it totally aligns with that. I and I think I, I think because of that too. I mean, you have to pay the uh, Game Pass Ultimate price to be able to get cloud streaming. And if what I said is is still true, you know, you have people paying the well currently the fifteen dollars a month basically just for cloud streaming. So. Mm-hmm. They probably also recognize that that most of the people in the um, economies that they're targeting with this, you know, might not have consoles. Um, but we're at a point where some uh, Xbox cloud streaming games are upgraded to uh, the Series X hardware. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of democratizing that as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just thought it was interesting. That's a really good point that, you know, Essentially, you know, uh, somebody can now get into their ecosystem a little bit easier, makes the decision that much easier in some of these places where you especially can't get your hands on a console, but they can still have you playing Xbox. So pretty smart move overall. And um, when I was first reading it, I just thought it was a cool move. And it was, it's always been something yeah. that's been that's kind of bothered me. And I just thought didn't really make sense. But, um, you know. That's just the way it is, I guess. So, uh, but cool to see a little bit of change there. It'll be interesting to see how this affects games. If you are getting more, it's playing games, you're going to get more feedback as well. Mm -hmm. It's like what games are going to come out of it now that you have a totally new demographic of players. Right. I don't know. Just something that you want. I think it's interesting. Uh, It's cool to see Microsoft holding true to the word and, you know, not just saying, oh, we want to actually have a service forever. Mm-hmm. But, you know, just have that be social fodder rather than actually uh, capitalizing on it, which I think they've done. Right. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what comes out of it. Tom Warren said that there's no move current currently, like no signs. We'll see it elsewhere, but. I don't And I, I doubt we'll see it anywhere else. Um, I don't think it's really needed, especially if, again, what I said earlier is true in that people are using this for streaming. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I, I have Ultimate. I don't use it for PC games. I just don't have a PC that would allow me to play games that I get through it. But I use it for cloud streaming and then, of course, my consoles. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't, I don't care about paying $15 for all that 
sometimes a lighter game comes up on PC and I try it. You know, it is what it is, but I don't see it. I don't see the price decrease. Yeah, I'll but say countries that have a steady flow of consoles. Right. But it'll be interesting to see now, like, you know, who else makes a similar move or where else do we see this kind of come into effect? Like, will we see the price of games also drop? Um, probably not, but just, again, something to kind of think about. Yeah. It takes one person doing it. It takes one company telling everybody to have Friday off for, you know, the ball to get rolling. Right. Have Friday off, come in Saturday and Sunday. Six-day work week. Not a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. I sent you a thing earlier today that I had I had no idea was happening. Um, perhaps if you, vital listener, have your finger more on the pulse than Mike and I. Certainly more than Mike because you know Chris Pratt is going to be Mario. Um, but... If you have it more on the pulse than me, you'll know that IGN has been running a bracket for the best video game of all time, which is a bold title to call this bracket because it's mm-hmm. a very confusing bracket that we'll, that we'll break down. Uh, as things currently stand, Mike and I are recording this on September 28th. The winner of the entire bracket will be announced tomorrow. So by the time this episode comes out, the winner will have been announced. Keep up. All right. Uh, and as of right now, or the, the final two, it's God of War 2018 and gta 5 uh i don't know how we want to do this you and i we we broke it down and kind of saw tried to see where we would end up um let's see i wrote in the margin i've had to print mine out because i'm dumb um (laughs) but so i wrote in the margins uh in one area i wrote what the fuck in another area i wrote fuck and in another area, I put unplayable. And then in another area, I put four question marks. I'd love to break those down at the very least. Um, sure. But I was thinking maybe we just talk, you know, where we got the top two in each quadrant, mayhaps. Um, and then and then top two in each quadrant and then where we where we ended up staying. And, and uh, how does that sound to you? Yeah, that works for me. I also want to start with this, and I'm trying to look through the list again to make sure I'm not dumb, but the original Mario is on. Like Super Mario Bros? Uh, Just Mario Bros. Yeah, correct. But Super Mario Bros. isn't either. Super Mario Bros. 3 is. Super Mario Bros. Mm-hmm. 3 is, and um, uh, yeah. yeah. I just feel like you can't have a best video game bracket of all best video game of all time bracket without having that. Yeah. Because it was such a foundation. But anyway, yeah, we can we can do that. So you're thinking um you said the top two in each quadrant, so yeah, we can do that. Cool. Um first, you so you already pointed out one fallacy. And I'm just gonna quickly go through a bunch of other ones and I'll, I'm gonna touch on my my angry scr- scribbles real mm-hmm. quick. So you got Red Dead Redemption on this bracket. Mm-hmm. but Oh, wait, which one was that? It's the very top left. No, which Red Dead Re- it's, it's, Redemption? Uh, I mean, I, I'm assuming it's Red Dead Redemption because they clarified numbers everywhere else. So I'm guessing it's not Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, 
Oh. I'm guessing it's the it's the it's what that came out 2010. That was PS3 era. Well, yes. shit. Well, I gotta do some scribbles. <laughs> I'll just keep it in my head. Yeah, that's fine. Um, so like you have that. Um, you pointed out to me. You're like, why the fuck is Mario Kart 8 on here, but not like Double right. Dash? So that's just interesting. I don't know how they got there. Um, uh, you've got Call of Duty 4, but you don't have any other Call of Duties. So it's like, okay, so they're maybe they're just trying to pick the one that they thought was best, but that still doesn't make sense because Red Dead Redemption 2 is better than the first one, I think. Uh, and then you have, you have two different Grand Theft Autos, which is cheating because, I mean, if you want to talk about some of the most beloved games ever, I mean, that's their... You know, and they didn't even have to go up against each other. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Assassin's Creed Black Flag. You pointed that one out. Like, really? You're gonna if you're gonna choose I, one. Assassin's that was one Creed. of my least favorite games of all time. <laughs> like, why not Assassin's Creed Two? Like, that game was great. Right. <laughs> um, it's and then interesting that God of War 2018 was chosen. But then with Final Fantasy, and this is where my three question marks came in, with Final Fantasy VII, they decided, let's not go with the remake. Let's go with the 1997 version, which I get that right. everybody loves, but it's just like, it's it's weird that you didn't choose the more updated one. You pointed out the fallacy in Super Mario Bros. 3 being on here, but not the first one, which again, I get that the third one is very beloved. And they definitely intentionally left The Last of Us 2 off of here because um, incels. Uh, <laughs> Legend of Zelda, I think, had two. I think Ocarina was on here as well as Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Um, I think those are the main ones that got uh, got multiples and uh, Half Life. Yeah, I was about to say Half Life. Uh, but yeah, to real quick, go to my other scribbles. Uh, so first off, let's just talk about my my what the fuck. So. I wrote this in the area in the top left of the bracket. Hopefully you're looking at this or you, you have a chance to look at yeah, it yourself. No, not you. I meant the listener, but also oh, you. <laughs> if you look in the, it's the top left section, but it's in the middle. You got World of Warcraft against Fortnite and you've got Chrono Trigger versus Burnout 3 Takedown. And I, liter- I literally couldn't care about any of those games. And then no. the winner of each of those two went on to face each other. Meanwhile, where I wrote fuck, You've got Grand Theft Auto Five against Uncharted Two, right? And that killed me because spoiler, Grand Theft Auto won there for me. <laughs> um, <laughs> Same and Uncharted Two. Oh man, that's sorry. Not to go off, um, please get you off, but like Uncharted Two, one of, I mean, I mean the Uncharted series as my favorite series all time. Um, I had GTA five winning <laughs> just not based off my own opinion, but you know, you look at longevity and, you know, I did consider how many hours, I- mm-hmm. but that was so loaded. Mm-hmm. That was, that was horseshit. Mm-hmm. And same with last of us and metal gear solid three. That one was also horseshit. That's definitely a tough one for you. Yeah. I didn't even think about what you were going through in that moment. Um, <laughs> and then I had one more. Oh, and then Titanfall 2 is where I wrote unplayable because I don't know if you saw, but um, if you have Titanfall 2 downloaded on something, delete it immediately. 
Titanfall 2 has fallen victim to dubious hackers and uh they can But I had a story. They can steal data if you have the game installed. Uh-oh. Yeah. Stinky. Uh-oh. I didn't know that. So bold of IGN to put that as a best video game of all time because you can't even play it. But I think the rest of these are technically playable. Cyberpunk 2077 didn't make an appearance. Uh, And then in terms of like how the bracket actually played out, I really thought it was interesting that Rise of the Tomb Raider in the top right beat Half-Life. Which one was that? Is that Half-Life 2? My print got a little cut off. It's Half-Life 2, yeah. I thought that was really interesting. I get that Half-Life isn't accessible to everyone. But that's just surprising to me because I feel like people have wanted Half-Life 3 for how long now? So for it to, right. to lose to a Tomb Raider game, and that's not a knock on Tomb Raider. That's just, I'm surprised that the public voted that way. And Bloodborne beating Tetris seemed bold. Okay. Um, now, to start in our top left, my final two were Red Dead Redemption. And Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare with Red Dead Redemption winning. Okay. I'm kind of going to do an on-the-go audible because I had Red Dead Redemption against Gold with Red Dead Redemption winning. I was under the assumption this was Red Dead Redemption 2. Mm-hmm. Um, I could not play the original Red Dead Redemption. I fucking hated it. I thought it played like a cardboard box. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to still keep it winning over Borderlands 2. Um, I'm going to have it lose over Mario Kart 8. Interesting. Um, and then in my other side of it, I had Tony Ox 2. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm going to have Tony Ox Pro Skater 2 win that. So I'm going to have Tony Ox Pro Skater 2 versus Goldeneye. And this is all on the fly. I think I'm going to have me personally to be So on the top left, my winner is Tony Ox Pro Skater 2. Okay, I was going to say, you kind of cut out there for a split second right when you said I'm going to have to go with but then you followed it oh. up and said again, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That top left was kind of like meh. And also, I should say that um, I think we both did this. If we came to a section where there's two games where we didn't play both of them, we went with the one. If we did play one of them, we went with that one. And if it was two games and we hadn't played either, we just chose which one we were more inclined to either like want to play or, you know, whatever. Um. Okay, and the bottom, namely the Chrono Trigger versus. <laughs> I just I have no fucking clue why they're. On. I just circled both of them and then went Fortnite. <laughs> I had Fortnite going to what the semifinals of that. I had Fortnite against Gold. Yeah, I had Fortnite. And I don't think Fortnite is that good of a game, but it's you know I I'm not a World of Warcraft fan, and what well, that's actable is right. So fuck yeah. them. Yeah. Well, I mean, I had fucking Call of Duty in my in my yeah. Sweet Sixteen or whatever. Elite Eight. Elite Eight. Sorry. Um, yeah. Fucking weird. Uh, all right. Bottom left. This one was more fun, I thought. Um, 
namely because my final two here came down to Skyrim versus The Witcher 3, as God intended. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I ended up choosing The Witcher. And so uh, now my left side is Red Dead Redemption against The Witcher. And let me tell you, if it was Red Dead Redemption 2 against The Witcher, I have a tough decision on my hands. But uh, Mm -hmm. spoiler, this wasn't that that hard of a decision. What was your bottom left? Um, I just want to say that I didn't, I had um, Skyrim lose to Ocarina of Time. Um, <laughs> but you own Skyrim nine times. Yes, but I actually played Ocarina of Time. Um, I So my, and my bottom left, it came down to Portal and Bioshock. Sorry, Portal 2 and Bioshock. Okay. I wish it were the original Portal. That one was much better. Um, so I had Portal 2 and Bioshock, and I went with Bioshock. So Bioshock against Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. Yes. Okay, but you originally had Red Dead Redemption. Wait, you had Red Dead Redemption beating GoldenEye. So I'm interested. Correct. Who who win? Did Bioshock win regardless? Yeah, Bioshock okay. won regardless. I like it. Um, and it's still wall. Yeah. I So uh, to then clean up my final left side, yeah, Witcher it takes the cake on the left. Um, all right, top right. This one was difficult. Uh, I have to shout out The Last of Us because The Last of Us went up against Grand Theft Auto and similar to what you were saying about Uncharted, that that's kind of what happened to me with with Grand Theft Auto versus The Last of Us. And I ended up going with Grand Theft Auto. And I think from a story standpoint, I would still say like The Last of Us is my favorite game of all time. But when I mm-hmm. think about the best video game, as weird as that is, like, again, Grand Theft Auto just has more than I think... I ever thought could be in a video game, you know, until now, basically, because of them. Uh, so Grand Theft Auto V was in my final two and was against Pokemon Yellow version. And Grand Theft Auto beat Pokemon. So I had a very similar dilemma, <laughs> except I ended up going with The Last of Us. Oh, okay. upset. Yeah, Let's go. That one, that one was difficult. And you make a really good point. Like I and like I said, I've probably, I've put more hours into GTA Five than I probably have any other game in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still think The Last of Us is the better game, and that's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had it going against Pokemon. Nice. That one was that one was difficult. Um, I really wanted to go with Tomb Raider. Um, I just think again, it's one of those like legacy. It's just such a building block of video games that I just couldn't do that. Had it been a different Tomb Raider, maybe. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I had to go with Pokemon, and then I had The Last of Us being. I like it. Okay. Yeah, it was tough. Let me tell you, because again, The Last of Us is is hands down. Uh, I guess the series as a whole makes up my like my favorite gaming experience, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I think about how Grand Theft Auto delivers in so many ways, it was tough. Uh, moving to the bottom right, this one was also kind of dog shit uh, in the end. Very weird. Um, first off, Animal Crossing in the real bracket lost to Titanfall 2. That had me very upset. Titanfall 2 ended up making it as far as, uh, I guess, what is that? That's, that's the Sweet 16, where it lost to Bloodborne. Um, for me, it 
Assassin's or Assassin's Animal Crossing. I saw AC and my mind just went Assassin's Creed. Animal Crossing made it for me because Animal Crossing is better than Titanfall, certainly because you can play it. And um, so Animal Crossing versus Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. And I ended up going Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild over Animal Crossing there. Yeah, I think. Uh... Sorry, I'm looking at mine now. So, oh, I'm sorry. So, Animal Crossing and Breath of the Wild were your final two. In the bottom right? Animal Crossing, yeah, and Breath of the Wild, final two in okay. the bottom right. Yep. Um, You'll love how original mine is. Um, first of all, I want to say that I had Rock Band beating Tetris and Bloodborne. <laughs> me, me too! <laughs> <laughs> um... That one was hard because, like, again, Tetris, building block for gaming. But, like, I don't know. Rock Band was pretty revolutionary when the first game was out. Mm-hmm. Um, so my final two in the bottom right, I had Metroid 2 versus Metroid Prime. <laughs> like, that's unfair. Like, that should have never been, like, possible. They should have made sure. They should have either put them against each other right from the start. Or, I don't, I don't know. I'm just yeah. being a bitch. I no, I get you. <laughs> um, while I personally have spent more time playing Metroid Prime than Metroid 2, mm-hmm. I think that Metroid 2 is the more game. Mm-hmm. So I went with Metroid 2. So my final is Metroid 2 versus The Last of Us. And who do you have winning that? I had The Last of Us winning that. And I had, between GTA and Legend of Zelda, I had GTA winning that. So your final is Bioshock versus The Last of Us. And I'm going to guess you chose The Last of Us. I did. Incredible. And that was not an easy decision. I I got to that point. I honestly went through this whole brag and yeah, The Last of Us kind of a no-brainer for me and then i got to the last of us versus bioshock and i was like well fuck mm-hmm. like i i enjoyed both of those games almost just as much um they both came out at a time where like what they did was just insane mm-hmm. um and i actually recently just watched a video i i haven't played bioshock in probably 10 years now um so i watched a, i watched a video just like breaking it I just came up with my YouTube feed. And I had nothing better to do, apparently. So I watched a breakdown of, like, things you might have missed in Bioshock or, like, the alternate Emmings or whatever. And the lore of that mm-hmm. game was just so much that I forgot. And just the way that game was crafted, just insane in hindsight. Um, But, again, like, the storytelling in The Last of Us, you know, it was one of those end-of-generation games that really kind of pushed the limit. And I just, I couldn't go against it. It was just such a good game. So mm-hmm. that was my final. Well, my final was The Witcher 3 versus GTA 5. Two games I'm that gonna... I would definitely say are in, are in my top five for favorite game. Uh-huh. What do you think? I'm going to guess, oh man, that's hard. <laughs> my, my initial instinct is GTA 5. Okay. But... 
again, just kind of the the way that I heard you talk about Witcher. I, I, I'm deciding whether you went with personal best game of all time or what you think is the overall best game. Because um, I think for you personally, go ahead. I, I, I would say yes is the answer. I do think oh, I, I do think this is the best game of all time, and I think personally, it's it would it, it would fall as the best game between these two. Oh, interesting. So I'm probably gonna be completely off. I'm gonna go with GTA Five. It was The Witcher Three. Really? Yes. Yeah. So I thought um, again everything that I said about GTA Five rings true, but The Witcher basically was an extension of that because of how much you could truly do in that world it was just uh, absolutely insane and you can't forget gwent uh you know everybody's favorite card game and uh hard to pick up but once you master it you know you, you can beat kings and queens wherever you go um <laughs> but it was tough it was really tough because i tried to give gta the same argument that i gave it over the last of us um but it didn't really work as well because The Last of Us is 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 straightforward narrative, right? And and you can't really you're on rails the entire time, mm-hmm. basically. Um, whereas The Witcher and GTA totally different than that. Um, so they they felt like worthy opponents to one another uh, for me, uh, similar to how Bioshock and Last of Us I would say are are pretty worthy opponents of one another. Bioshock you can get a little more off the rails, but all in all it's pretty linear right yeah i would say it's linear so i didn't i couldn't remember if there were side quests in bioshock or not um i mean there were things you had to do to get powers but it was like one of those necessary i gotcha i mean kind of like kind of like the metroid games like you could go through and get right to the end if you wanted to but you're fucked when you get there (laughs) right so but yeah uh so Witcher versus GTA for me, which again, to remind everybody, it's God of War 2018 versus GTA. And for you, you didn't have either of the true final two. You had Last of Us and Bioshock. This was fun, though. I thought it was fun to look at. And um, I thought it was interesting the way it was set up. Some some stacked sections that made it really hard and some very questionable sections. But that's you know, that's for you and me. Um, I'm sure somebody else had a very tough time between World of Warcraft and Fortnite and then had an equally as tough time with Chrono Trigger and Burnout 3. Uh, meanwhile, they had never even heard of Grand Theft Auto 5 or Uncharted 2. So, I mean, it's... Yeah, very well could <laughs> there's a give and a take with, with these kinds of things. Um, but yeah, uh, let us know if, if you... Uh, you know, fill, fill out the bracket yourself and let us know where you end up um, standing in the end. Uh, when I last, when I checked, um, God of War was winning pretty handedly. Wow, really? Yeah, it had like 60%. Sony fanboys. Yep, 60% of the votes. Um, for a game that Corey Barlog, the executive director of the game, has never heard of. So, pretty interesting. <laughs> um, <laughs> but. Yeah, all in all, pretty fun. Pretty interesting to see where people fell. I thought it was interesting, just to call out one more thing, that Titanfall 2, again, got as far as it did. And it almost beat Bloodborne. And Bloodborne has such a huge following. And, like, people are almost mm-hmm. toxic about that game. So to, to see to see that vote was 48% to 52%, 
that was pretty nuts to me. And I, I enjoyed the Titanfall games. Yeah. Um, I mean, for me personally, like I would put them a Bloodborne. I also like, I don't know, Bloodborne's not my game. Yeah. So. I don't know. I just feel like it's it's much more beloved, or maybe it's just the fact that it's more talked about. But it's also more exclusive. I mean, you can only play it on PS4 and uh, Titanfall. Strip was cross console for Titanfall too. That's true. All right. Fair play, Michael. You win this round. All right. I, I yeah. I win a lot of rounds. Are you happy about it? I guess. You think you're better than me? In this particular instance? <laughs> so Nintendo. Yes. Had their we took a lot of time on that bracket. We did, but don't worry, because while the Nintendo Direct was jam-packed with tons of information and updates for new games. Um, I think we can get through this pretty quick. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to start. Did you watch it? I watched bits and clips for games I cared about. Yes, that's right. You said that already. I can tell you now I didn't watch anything about. Sorry, you you literally cut out right at the most important part of that. You didn't watch. You didn't watch what? I said I watched The Sopranos. Because I cut out. Nice. Anyway, I said no, I didn't watch anything about. Did you do it again? (laughs) I'm watching my Discord die and cutting cutting out. So that wasn't on purpose? No, it wasn't. (laughs) Disco Elysium. I didn't watch it. Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. That's it. (laughs) Yeah. I, I couldn't say apparently what I wanted. Discord kept cutting out, and it's still cutting out. Anyway, keep talking before I throw my laptop out the window. Okay, I'll keep talking. Um, okay, so I'm just going to talk about my favorite part of the the entire show. I'm going to start with that. Um, plenty of games, I think, for for Nintendo Switch owners to be excited about. Um, honestly, a lot. Again, a lot of announcements. Um, but there was one in particular that when it started showing it, I went, what, I was like, what the hell is this? Is this a Last of Us port to the Switch that they like graphically changed to make mo- look more like, uh, I don't even know, like anime-y almost. Um, and I'm watching it and I'm like, this looks like key, key map areas of The Last of Us. And then it cuts to black. You hear like, ocean sounds and it shows everybody's favorite pink star kirby (laughs) and i don't know how to describe it because i am not a kirby game fan but the amount of joy i felt seeing that stupid ball of suck was like I don't I I don't know how to describe it. I was so happy. It was actually similar to when we saw the Metroid Dread uh for the first time because I knew how many people were watching that right there losing their minds because they were finally getting a new at the time Metroid game and now in this instance a new Kirby game. Um and I I believe this is the first Kirby game in quite some time. I could be wrong. Um I I have also I remember playing a Metroid a Metroid game, yeah. A Kirby game. 
um, other than like always being Kirby in Super Smash Brothers, so I could suck people and jump off. <laughs> um, yeah, I honestly pretty excited about it. Yeah, it's uh, it's going like full 3D. Um, so it's gonna be similar to um Mario Odyssey, which I guess is kind of like where you could draw comparisons to it if you've if you've played that for the switch um you that's kind of what this looks like so i would recommend going and watching the trailer if you haven't seen it already but um yeah i i I like just i think i had just like a stupid smile on my face and i i do think i'm actually gonna play it like i I see myself playing this game um so i'm kind of excited for it too which is it's two birds with one stone in terms of uh announcement but um yeah it's just like man it's just crazy how like you can feel like a reaction like that because like, you know how happy something is making somebody else. And like in turn, it like makes you like uh happy by association. Um, and yeah, I thought that was their coolest announcement. I know a lot of people are excited because they announced uh, Bayonetta three, right? Bayonetta three. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I know a lot of people are really excited for a new Bayonetta game, but um. I think Kirby was also just unexpected. I feel like we've been getting hints at Bayonetta, but I, I can't think of a time where we knew Kirby was on the way. Yeah, it's kind of amazing to me how few Kirby games have come out. Because like when I first saw it, I was like, oh, yeah, new Kirby game. And then I thought about it, I was like, wait, when was the last time a significant Kirby game came out? I'm checking. Um I guess there was one on the 3DS. It looks like, but I don't know if that was like a point of uh, a point. A por- oh my god, a port, port, a port of something. Oh okay. But it's it's because it's called Triple Deluxe. So like, is it three Kirby games in one? Maybe I don't know. Uh, maybe. Um. But yeah, uh, I mean, there was one on the DS, and I think there was one on the Wii. But uh, outside of that, I mean, maybe maybe we were forgetting stuff. But um. But yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, was there was there a moment specifically that you want to call out from this before we just kind of give the overview? Um, I mean, again, for me, just more excitement for Metroid. Mm-hmm. Uh, I th- I just I'm so excited about the game, and then like to see like people actually get in with the new Switch. Mm-hmm. Um. It, it just looks really good. I did uh, find... I, I was thinking about this a couple weeks ago. Um, and, and we talked about this in some early episodes with Switch, with Nintendo's like cloud streaming mm-hmm. service. Um, I, I was wondering if they were kind of just doing away with it. Because not really the demographic for Nintendo. But I saw they were uh, doing Dying Light 2. Mm-hmm. Um, in that kind of format, which I thought maybe you'd be interested about, but I guess, you know, you would are excited about, but you'd probably never play that on switch, right? Oh, absolutely not. That was a, that was a borderline stupid question, Michael. Well, okay. You know what? None of this excited me. I hate Nintendo and I'm returning my switch. I am, uh. I am excited about that, though. I, I do love that the Switch is finally a console for Nintendo where, like, a lot of these big games can go. 
and even if this is the way in which you have to play it is or experience it is via cloud uh, like a cloud release um i'd much rather that than like the option to not like the option to play it not be there at all so uh what was the other game they did that control yeah so i think there might have been another one i think there's been two others but i don't remember what that was yeah um skyrim oh yeah maybe probably that makes sense but yeah i mean again like it's similar to the whole microsoft you know uh thought process of like get get players and and so on and so forth so uh you know in that regard you can you can give more experiences if if a switch is the only console you know somebody has which is very plausible you know you and i are lucky that we have it as like almost a secondary but um not everybody can obviously do that and there's plenty of reason for a switch to be your primary console but it does suck that in the past with nintendo you miss out on sometimes some rather you know big ticket games right um do you know what really pissed me off about this nintendo direct lay it on me i want to hear it chocobo gp i'm probably not saying chocobo chocobo Chocobo? Chugma? Chocobo? Chocobo? <laughs> Chocobo? <laughs> the fact that they have the goddamn gall. <laughs> and I understand that what this is what? Square Enix, maybe? Mm-hmm. Because I think Chocobos are from Final Fantasy. Okay. And I don't know that. Yes. But the fact that they're making a racing game. That's not an actual Mario Kart that's original to Switch. Uh-huh. Makes me want to put my head through it. That's fair. I'm okay, I'm okay with that assessment. Again, I understand it's not a Nintendo studio that's made. Yeah. Don't put on a Nintendo Direct. It's not that important. Yeah. <laughs> it's not direct from Nintendo. <laughs> Do a Square Enix Direct. Whatever. Yeah. Get the fuck get the fuck out of here. Who you think get you out. are? Get out of here. I'm walking here. Get your fucking chocobos out of here. I got uh, a fucking chocobo for you right here. <laughs> Why I oughta. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought that one was uh is interesting an okay thing to say these days. I thought it was no. interesting. <laughs> um let's see. At least a Diddy Kong reason. <laughs> for God's sake. They announced, uh, or they talked more about Mario Party uh, Superstars, uh, which I'm excited for, um, just because more Mario Party, and um, I can't wait to be disappointed to spend $60 on it. Mm-hmm. Um, some other things that I thought were really key, or that you know specifically stood out to me, was um, Animal Crossing and uh, Mario Golf both getting um, new content still. I mean, it's just yeah, really awesome excited. to see that, like, and, and it's free content for both of those games. And it's just really exciting to see them actually do that because it's something that a lot of people wanted them to do with Mario Party. And, like, thinking about Mario Golf, we've both played it. You know, the the ability to add to that game is, is vast. Um, you know, I don't think it's very hard for them to put together you know, a course, especially since all the courses just run like through each other or all 18 holes run through each other on a course. So like they kind of set it up in a really efficient way. So I'm, I would assume that it doesn't take much. I, I don't know how to build a video game though. So that could be very, um, <laughs> that, that could be very presumptuous of me, but still uh, it's cool to see both of those 
uh, games still getting free content update and Animal Crossing's a no-brainer. Um, the longevity of those types of games are, are typically pretty good. Right. Um, now, now you say something. So, other than Metroid, I think the thing that I was the happiest about was um, the new expansion stuff for Switch Online for Nintendo 64 and Sega Genesis. Mm-hmm. Um, more so Nintendo 64. That's probably in my top five consoles of all time. Um, and the game list was pretty good. The, the article I'm looking at doesn't say, but it's like Mario 64, Mario Kart. Um, tennis. Tennis, yeah. Not GoldenEye, which I think people were mad about. But it could it, that could get added later, right? Right. Like they, um, they announced, um, they announced a couple of the games that would be coming later. So wait, which one was it? Ocarina of Time or Majora's Masks is going to be on it to begin with. I, I think it's going to be Ocarina of Time, and then Majora's Mask will like come later along with like Banjo Kazooie, which had like you know, I, I've wanted to play Banjo Kazooie for the longest time, so my pants got mm-hmm. a little bit tighter. Microsoft coming to Nintendo. Ding, ding, ding. Good old Phil. <laughs> um, and then with the Genesis, um, I think Sonic was what got Justine and I the most excited. I know Justine played a lot of Sonic games on Dreamcast. Um, I think I played this one on Genesis. We had one very short period of time back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're also doing the controller. Mm-hmm. Um, we got uh, just last week, I think two weeks ago, maybe we got the, one of the controllers for the Super Nintendo because mm-hmm. Justine plays a lot of Super Nintendo. I plan on getting the Nintendo 64 controller. Um, yeah, it was really exciting. I'm, I'm um, really looking forward to the games that they're going to add to that platform. Uh, I see myself playing that a lot. Definitely. Yeah. I thought that was uh, that was going to be the next thing I was going to bring up, um, had you not. And uh, yeah, I, I was was blown away by that announcement. Um, I was hoping they would announce a uh, Nintendo sixty four mini uh, alongside mm. of it, but they did not, and I am sad. But <laughs> um, I thought it was cool that it's both the Nintendo 64 and the Sega Genesis. And as you said, um, for you personally, the 64 is, is up there in terms of consoles. But, um, you know, I think a lot of the games that were on there uh, were, you know, really big for video games and, and really, you know, set up some of the stuff we have today. So right. uh, while the Super Nintendo gets a lot of credit for just having some of the best games of all time, I think, um, or, or being the next step from the Nintendo, I think the 64 sometimes can be a little overshadowed from time to time. Uh, and yeah, I'm excited that, because uh, there are a lot of games on there that I think a lot of people probably haven't had the chance to play, and now you're going to have that ability. The thing that I hated about this announcement was that they didn't really provide, well, they didn't provide any details about uh, what the price is going to be, and it is set to launch in late October. So we're a month away. And we don't know like how much more the the uh, membership will be. I forget what Nintendo Switch Online is for a year. It's like 
really 20 cheap. yeah so i mean 20 for single and like 35 for family or something like that so i mean even if it was like i don't know 30 like that's still still less than what it costs to get um playstation plus or game pass so i mean True. And, and you know it's basically what i mean it's pretty comparable i guess this would be more comparable to gold would you say not Game Pass? What do you um, think? I, I guess. I don't know. I don't really compare them personally. I mean, gold, like, is the the bare minimum you need to, like, play online. Right. So. And you still get a couple games with it. Right. But... Similar to PlayStation Plus. But, so, but between those three, I would say this is a much better Yeah, offering. I guess. I, right. Right. Yeah, I, I agree. I so. mean. I, I don't even look at the games with gold anymore. <laughs> no point. And they're mostly, at this point, they're, like, um, backwards-compatible games. So, yeah, I guess it would be more similar to that. Yeah. Um, one thing I was really looking forward to this Nintendo that didn't happen was making Metroid Fusion available before Dread came out because Dread is literally a sequel, and you can't even fucking play the first game. I so quick sidebar. <laughs> I found a copy on eBay. Oh god! And I was bidding on it. I was bidding on it until like four. And I think I had the highest bid until time ran out, and I didn't do like a securing bid. It just like. 45 was already more than I wanted to pay. Mm-hmm. I ended up selling for like 65. Fuck. And like, it's fucking impossible to get your hands on a copy of this. And I was really hoping they would do something like, hey, in honor of Dread coming out, you know, you can get Fusion for $10 on Switch. And what and what console was Fusion on? Game Boy Advance. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm they, gonna start keeping my eyes peeled. If I go to any sort of retro game store, or I just stumble into a random mass place, I found Pokemon Red in like the old Game Boy Color uh, or Game Boy Pokemon Red, the very very first mm-hmm. s- uh, set of games. I found that in a random ass like Goodwill. So I mean, you just never know what you can find. So I'll, I'll start making sure Metroid Fusion. I'm gonna burn it into my brain. I'm gonna be on the lookout for you. Yeah, I've been looking everywhere. We went to like uh, an ant- this this week, mm-hmm. and there was somebody who had a stand. There was like old comics and stuff, and and they didn't have it. But yeah, and it's to the point too where like Nintendo has even gone after emulation sites and pulled down like specifically Metroid. Like mm-hmm. you go to some of these sites and they say, "Hey, we can't have this on here because Nintendo said no." So you can't buy the game. You can't emulate the game the only way you can play it is if you have a wii u it's super fresh which nobody fucking has because it's dog shit <laughs> i'm i'm at the point now where i'm watching so i i had the game i got it right at launch when i was younger mm-hmm. um one i don't think i beat it because like that's a hard game for a six-year-old to beat <laughs> right um but yeah i'm just i'm just watching it now to get caught up on the lore and I was also like reading some reviews that, even though it's a sequel, there's not much lore. 
speed, and then like you can play Samus Returns, which is a remake of Metroid Two, and is more helpful. But anyway, um, shit, I had something else from that I saw an analyst say, but now I can't remember. Anyway, maybe it'll come back to me. Yeah, I mean, in in terms of other stuff that got announced, um, quick run through. There's Splatoon three. There's more information about that. Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, the original, is getting a Switch port. Um, ahead of the PS five PC remake that's being done. We touched on Dying Light, um, and then uh, Castlevania. Advanced Collection comes with Castlevania Circle of the Moon, Castlevania Harmony of Dissonance, Aria of, Sor- Aria of Sorrow, and Dracula X um, all, all coming out and in a collection. And the Mario movie starring Chris Pratt, Seth Rogen, Jack Black, Charlie Day, and Anna Taylor-Joy. Is that her name? Yeah. She plays chess. So. She does. That's that, a fact. That was it. And uh, Reggie Fizeme had the uh, uh, tweet of the event by saying, I guess they didn't like my audition in terms of the Mario movie. And Reggie, <laughs> Mike and I are with you because if it wasn't going to be Mike, I really wanted it to be Reggie. And instead yeah. they went Chris Pratt, really. I mean, he's been in it all. Per you, you said it, not me, but I said You're it right. for you again. <laughs> um, On my behalf, legally. <laughs> yes, everything was said verbatim. But yeah, overall, it was a, it was actually a, a, a really good um, event. I, I really enjoyed it, all in all. Yeah, I thought it was good, too. And I, I did think about uh, my, I did remember my other thought. Um, Please. I don't remember who said this, so maybe I'll, I'll try to find it and it on your um twitter post when you when you post this episode um but someone said that they don't anticipate that the price of nintendo switch online is going to go up when nintendo 64 and sega genesis oh they said they were pretty certain that if they were going to raise the price they would have mentioned it the in broadcast interesting i think the fact that they excluded it means that it's not going to be additional price but they did say we'll like give more information, including pricing at a later date. Mm. So like that's what leads me to believe that it will cost like an additional I, I can't imagine it'll be much, but Right. I mean at this point it's not that many games. Right, that too. I mean I'll probably hold off for the time being. Because like I haven't even played through most of the stuff that's like on the Nintendo or the SNES. So yeah, I do want to play through more of those, but, uh, but yeah, all in all, uh, but yeah, I mean, this just falls in line. Um, they have another, uh, they have like another event, I guess, coming up fairly soon where they're going to announce like the, the final fighter for super smash. And there was something else that wasn't shown at this that was going to be talked about at a later date. Uh, Pokemon wasn't here, but legends just did get a new trailer. Um, but again, it wasn't like at the direct. 
So, uh, despite, you know, that was not, oh, Legend of Zelda 2, uh, or Breath of the Wild 2, excuse me. That was the other thing that I guess we'll be getting more information at a later date. So, uh, despite those three not even making really an appearance during this, it was still a really strong showing and really falls in line with, um, the, the showcase that we got from Xbox now two months ago. And then the, the showcase we got from PlayStation just a couple weeks ago, um, and it's just again, it's just got me it's so excited for what like is to come for gaming in general. Like just just so much mm-hmm. to be excited for 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 literally anybody, you, any anybody who has one of these consoles. Like you just have you have so much for that console alone. You know, nobody's really lacking here in announcements, in my opinion. Um, I would say the only like bad thing is that with pretty much all three, uh, there's just a little more waiting than I think would normally be. Um, we would be doing at this time of year or specifically with the Xbox and the PlayStation uh, at this time of a life cycle, you would think that there would be more, but COVID again played into a lot of that. So next year is just going to be an absolutely insane year. I don't think we'll be able to keep up with, I won't be able to keep up with all the games I want to play. I'll say it Um, because MLB will come out inevitably and you know, (laughs) but yeah. Any, anything else for Nintendo? Sell the white Joy-Con separately. <laughs> Please. Please. That way you can have a you can have it be two tone like the PlayStation and it'll be futuristic. Or I cannot. Oh. 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 Uh all right. Well that does it then. So thank you so much for listening. Uh let us know. Again, if you filled out the bracket, let us know where you ended up um, and if there was anything that you found surprising about how they had it set up or how the, the people, if you will, voted. Um, and let us know what your favorite part of the Nintendo Direct was. We'd love to hear it. You can find us on Twitter. Mike is at the Bantalorian. I am at the Basement Gamer, G-A-M-R. And you can let us know there. Let us know under the, the tweet about this podcast episode um but that does it thank you so much for listening if you can please rate five stars even if it's on a scale from one to ten five is enough and (laughs) (laughs) be sure to otherwise just share it and we look forward to talking to you next week